okay, am I drunk? Oh no, it's 8.30 in the morning. I'm not drunk yet. Yeah. Welcome to Unscripted with Kirby Hossaman and Bill Petrie. In this weekly podcast, Kirby and Bill talk about the world of marketing, branding, and promotional products. Unscripted is available only at promocorner.com, the leader in digital marketing for the promotional products industry. Now, here's Kirby and Bill. And welcome to take two of this week's episode of Unscripted. I am your host, Bill Petrie, and with me as always is my good time player man friend from Coshocton, Ohio, Kirby Hossman. Kirby, I'd ask you how the hell you're doing, but I've already asked that. You're doing great. You came back from vacation. Folks, if you're wondering why this is take two, we were a good 18 minutes into recording this week's Unscripted. And we had what's known in the business as a technology fart that completely silenced both me and Kirby, and we lost the entire recording. So you know what? We're just going to try this again. So Kirby, how the hell are you? (laughs) Well, I'm not as good as I was about a half an hour ago, but I am still fantastic. I'm still talking to uh, my good buddy Bill, and uh, so I'm not too bad. How are you, bud? I'm doing well. As I told you 18 minutes ago, I'm coming (laughs) off of I'm coming off of my uh, my twin boys' 15th birthday, so I'm not sure I'm really. really excited about uh, dr- teaching them to drive. It is a white knuckle experience, but very happy for them, and they had a great birthday. That's awesome. That's awesome. You know what else is awesome, Kirby? It's the good people at Common Skew. Nice. So we've talked. They are our sponsor. We're contractually obligated to talk nice about them, but what's great about it is it's not a stretch for us to do so. Yeah. Because not only are they good people, they really have a great product. And if you're looking for a great software program and platform to run your distributor business, go to the free trial at commskew.com backslash unscripted. Kirby, what is your favorite part of working in the common skew environment. Yeah, it's it's interesting. I mean, the presentations I really like a lot because I think they do set us apart. But I think my favorite part is probably sort of the operations report. It's not sexy. It's not something that I think people talk about. But for us, um, I don't know how we kept track of all our orders before this. It's one screen where you can see all the stuff that you or your salesperson can see just what they're working on and you see where it is throughout the process. And so I love that. That's probably my favorite. And I think that's a great point, especially coming from a sales perspective, that you love that operational dashboard. It helps you keep on top of what you need to be doing and where you need to be spending your time. So if that sounds appealing to you, Mr. Distributor or Mrs. Distributor, and it should sound interesting to you, <laughs> go ahead and try that free uh, trial at commonskew.com slash unscripted. You won't be sorry you did. Kirby, are you ready to broadcast again at a platinum level? <laughs> I will give everything I have, my friend. I know you will. And thank you for having the courage of doing this podcast twice with me today. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. So I'm not going to ask you if you want to start first. Um, I'm actually going to pick a different topic than okay. I had given you earlier because I don't want this to sound rehearsed at okay. all. Yep. So Fair. the question I want to ask you is housing just opened at PPAI Expo. Okay. And I know when I'm registering for Expo and picking the the classes I want to attend, the last option is housing. Yeah. And I would like to know what your perspective is when you are going through the same thing, when you pick housing. What is your thought process and where do you end up when it comes to housing for PPAI Expo? No, it's a great question and it's super timely. Um, You're damn right it's timely. (laughs) So for me, I, I like I um 
that this is something I struggle with every year because, and you know how it is when you're when mm-hmm. you're on your own dime, uh, every dollar matters, and so you know. I think that I really enjoy Mandalay Bay. I like it as a hotel. I like the vibe. It's funny, you know, it's convenient, but that's actually not the reason that I like it. I just like the rooms, the layout, the feel. Um, but uh, usually I end up at the Luxor because at the end of the day, I, I, I like a lot of small business. I would say I'm cheap, but I think I'm fiscally conservative. And so, yeah, I end up in in the Luxor. That's where I end up. How about you? Okay, so um, now that I'm with Promo Corner, like you, when I was on my own, very much uh, was cognizant of price and was very uh, cost effective. That was always my, that was absolutely always my my perspective. Really wanted to make sure I was cost effective. Yeah. So now that I'm with Promo Corner, um, it's Joel Moore's money, and so I. <laughs> I, I don't care. So I'm staying at the Four Seasons this year. No, I'm kidding. I'm, I'm joking. Uh, Joel just had a coronary listening to me. No. So when I was with larger distributors, I, I always stayed at Mandalay Bay. Now, I'd always try to finagle my way up to staying at what was once formerly the hotel. Now it's the Delano. Okay. And I was generally pretty successful at that. And it wasn't because I wanted a better room. To me, the rooms were, were nice at both facilities to me what always drove me nuts about mandalay bay and why i don't stay there now is the elevator crush at certain times of the day certain times of the day it's either very difficult to get in an elevator i mean i've been down there at times where there is 100 200 300 people trying to get on an elevator right and if you get the wrong floor at mandalay bay you're either waiting forever for an elevator or the elevator stops on your floor and it's packed like sardines i just don't like it and sometimes and really as social as i am as gregarious as i am i really sometimes just want some of that private time in vegas and in mandalay bay does not afford that there's just too many people so when i went on my own like you i wanted to do a much more budget friendly yeah stay i looked at the excalibur but when i walked through there it smelled a lot like broken dreams and that just made me very tense even trying to think about staying there even though our i know our friends as a uh, from Oregadio as a tradition stay there mike simzak and jason lukash stay there every year and share a room in a 19 hour oh night hotel so there you impressive. go yeah it is impressive it's actually very smart but it it kind of creeps me out uh, just <laughs> in the hotel not the fact that they stay there so I always stay at the Luxor as well. I always stay in the tower. Yeah. Um, I, it, it's kind of counterintuitive. You, you, you're you on your feet all day, but I like that extra five or eight minute walk from Mandalay Bay to Luxor. It kind of tends to decompress me a little bit. Yeah. So I enjoy that. Um, I actually enjoy being away. And plus, it's more budget friendly. It really yeah. is. And so that's where we're staying as a team this year. That's uh, how I foresee it happening for quite a while. Now, let me ask you this, Kirby. <laughs> are you a pyramid guy or are you a tower guy? Cause I'm a tower guy. No, that's great. I, you know, it's funny. I don't know that I pick one or the other. I go with whatever they give me. So I end up being a pyramid guy, which, uh, mm. is, uh, a little bit reminiscent of seventies and, uh, you know, <laughs> some, some interesting, interesting decor and smells and all that stuff. But well, again, I, you, keep, I, I always justify that I can just, I'm just sleeping there. So, right. No, as Seth Good would say, when you close your eyes, all hotels look the same. <laughs> exactly. 
Exactly. Right. But I will tell you, now, the thing that creeps me out about the pyramid is you don't take an elevator, you take an inclinator. Yeah, and that's, it's funny you say that because it, I remember the first time you said that to me, and I've used that ever since because that's exactly right, man. You, gotta, it, you, you get on there and you're like... Okay, am I drunk? Oh no, it's eight thirty in the morning. I'm not drunk yet. Yeah. No, it's just it's just the elevator. <laughs> it's just the elevator. It just creeps me out. The whole play, that whole pyramid thing kind of creeps me out. So, but that's a good way to look at it. So, I, I think you and I are both on the same page. I want to be budget friendly, but I, again, to me, it's not even as much a budget decision as much as I just really kind of like being a little bit away from the chaos mm. of Mandalay Bay and eye candy and all the bullshit that happens on over there. <laughs> No, I think that's fair, and, and and your point is well taken. Is it, once you get to a point in the evening, uh, it, it's probably time to head back, and maybe a little walk clears the head. Absolutely, absolutely. All right, Kirby, you got a topic for us? Yeah. So I was thinking about this uh, as you, as we mentioned, right? As we mentioned, which uh, podcast did we mention it in the first uh, one or this yeah. one? Because I don't even remember. Yeah, no, that's fair. I think we mentioned it on this one. Is that yeah. I just got back from a, a short little vacation, um, and went. I was in Mexico. And um, my actually, interestingly enough, my daughters surprised us with this. I don't know if I've told you that. Um, You you actually did. But that's a great point to bring up. That's a really cool thing. Yeah, it was. Uh, I was blown away by it. They knew that we'd been working a lot between the two businesses, and and so yeah. One night they they kind of presented us with uh, an envelope, and it just said, "Hey, everything's taken care of." And so it was just crazy, mind blowing. So, um, we we ended up down in uh, Playa del Carmen, okay, um, which is a place we have been before. We we like that area a lot. It's. Um, about 30 minutes away from Cancun. And uh, so you fly right into Cancun and then a quick shuttle drive and you're you're there. And one of the, I mean, there's all kinds of all-inclusives and different cool resorts there. But one of the things I like is an area, it's Fifth Avenue in Playa. Okay. And the, it's just lined with shops, right? So it's got everything from your high-end uh, Nike shops mm-hmm. to, um, you know, liquor stores to right. uh to to uh tourist things and everything in between and and bars and restaurants and all that stuff mm-hmm. and as we're walking down what, what happens and i think this is culturally the way it is in a lot of tourist areas in other countries is you are harassed constantly people are coming up to you come in my store come in my store come see the things that we have and mm-hmm. it's it's all different in my store it's all different in my store and, and you can quickly look and see that it's exactly the same <laughs> Right, and so I we we go down this entire um, walkway, and I get toward the end. I look over at my wife, and I'm like, "Oh my god, this is must be what it's like to be a buyer uh, from the promotional products industry." Yeah, <laughs> because everybody's promising a different experience. Every everybody's promising uh, mind blowing products that's totally different. Right. When in reality, the buyer can see that it's not different. Right. Um, and so. It was funny because on our way back, I saw a little restaurant, a little hole-in-the-wall restaurant that had live music. Nobody accosted me, but the music was good, good harmonies. It was really... and, and that drew me in. Mm-hmm. Next thing you know, I'm sitting down, I'm having a Corona. So that was and a differentiator for you. Yeah. Okay. It was just, it was so funny because all of a sudden that was what was different. And it made me think, gosh, what are we doing? And I, and I thought, I thought of you, my friend, while okay. I was on vacation because That's I thought, you should have. Yeah, right? <laughs> but I thought Bill would 
would see the correlation, right? The, yeah. the, the cacophony of voices oh, that are SA, shouting at you. The SAT word of the day, everybody. Cacophony. <laughs> Kirby, nicely done. <laughs> it was. Uh, it made me think of you because you know we think we're being different, but we're not. Right. Well, you know, it's an interesting parallel to our industry, right? And yeah. Especially from a distributor perspective, because we all buy as a distributor, you buy the same products from the same suppliers that are roughly the same price, and you're selling them to the same target audience. So it's very, very difficult to differentiate, and it's something yeah. I, when I started Brandivate three or four years ago before I sold it to Promo Corner. That was what I built my whole company on, is helping people to differentiate because I know it's a very difficult thing to do. Yeah. And it's a big hot button issue for me. So even when I do a lot of my talks, one of my favorite things to ask distributors is, I want you to think of the words you use to differentiate yourself or, or marketing phrases you use. How many, and I'll ask people, how many of you use the word creative either in your marketing uh, campaigns or as you talk to prospective clients as a point of differentiation, how creative you are? And without fail, Kirby, 80 to 90% of the people will raise their hand saying, I'm creative. <laughs> A couple problems with that, right? There's two problems. Yeah. Number one. Yeah, just a couple. Yeah, couple. <laughs> if number one, if 80 or 90% of your competition is also telling your prospective client that they're creative, you're not differentiating. You're saying the same exact thing everybody else is. Number yeah. two, creativity is like art. It's extraordinarily subjective. And so yeah. what I think is creative might not be what you think is creative, Kirby, or what more importantly, the the prospect thinks is creative. So that awesome nugget of decorated goodness, you're bringing in the office, their office today to show them how creative you are. You may not know that your competition showed them that two weeks ago. And, yeah. you, and, and they thought it was kind of boring. You also may not know that they actually bought it six months ago when they thought it was exciting, and it was a complete failure. So using creativity as a differentiator is really the wrong way to go. So I I could draw also a correlation to Lower Broadway here in Nashville. Anybody who's lived or visited Nashville knows that there are any number of bars on Lower Broadway, which is the main drag in downtown Nashville, and they're all playing country music. And it sounds wonderful, but I can't discern one from the other because they're all playing Folsom Prison Blues by Johnny Cash, which great (laughs) song, can only hear it about 10 times in one night before I'm ready to stab someone with a pair of scissors, okay? Yeah. What always will draw me in is the bar down the street that's where they're playing Rockabilly or they're playing something completely different, something I'm not expecting. I love that. It sounds like that's the experience you had down on Fifth Avenue on your vacation. It was something completely different. It wasn't people telling you how awesome they are because here's a pro tip, and you know this, Kirby. If you have to tell people you're awesome or you're cool, chances are you're not. You have to show them. (laughs) Right? Yeah. Show them through case histories. Throw the show them through stories. You know, what what uh, the metaphor I would draw: you walking down Fifth Avenue, and people telling you how awesome they are, they have the best deal, whatever it is. They're giving you bullet pointed features, maybe some benefits, and people right. don't buy that. Whereas the guy down there at the end of the the block playing the guitar and singing something pleasant. They're letting you decide whether it's for you or not. It's not this hard sell. And I think that's yeah. what's so appealing. He, that person was telling you a story of, you know, come in here, have a beer, listen to some music, and relax. You're on vacation. 
Whereas yeah. everybody else on that street was saying, buy from me. This is the best deal you'll ever get. Blah, 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 blah. And we as yeah. an industry do that very, very poorly. We do the same thing. Yeah. And so you have to find out what your story is through either case history. And you have to, you have to communicate those things to our yeah. end users to make yourself stand out. That's the only way to do it. Yeah, no, it was, I, I thought, I thought that might uh, get you going. It did, so that's a it good did. One. So why don't we do one more quick one yep. and then we can go into a rousing round of fill in the blank. So Kirby, love it. Kirby, we both have employees that work with us that work remotely. You are mm-hmm. nationwide now. You have people in just about every time zone, I think. And I have salespeople in both Austin and the Newark area, and I have team members up in Boston. So can you just give some thoughts on how you manage people and work with people remotely to make sure that you're giving them every chance to succeed and every opportunity to perform at a platinum level, as it were. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, no, this is a great uh, challenge, I think, in today's economy, is trying to make sure that everybody's apart, run in the same direction, mm-hmm. if you're working remotely and, and the culture maintains. And I think that the cliche answer is communicate and over-communicate. Right. But I think what I kind of landed on is communicate in different ways so that different people can engage with it. So as an example, I'm an email guy. I like to send out emails, you know, kind of detailed information, let people know what's going on. And I think some people like that, but some people it's just like, man, words, lots of words. Um, And so uh, we started doing a weekly uh, quick conference call, 10 to 15 minutes on Mondays and um, then 10 to 15 minutes on Thursdays. And then, um, we do a Facebook group and we, um, that has allowed people to kind of engage with each other. And so what's funny is that wasn't, I just figured it'd be a place for me to communicate with them, but, but the team has started to communicate with each other that way. And that's been a really, really good way as a private Facebook group. So I think the, the tactic doesn't matter as long as you're kind of engaging with people where they are. So what you heard there was yet another technological failure we've had. So I'm making the executive decision to continue the podcast without Kirby. Um, I think he was making some really good points about communicating with employees who do work remotely. I would agree. I've made it a priority to make sure that I have weekly communication touch points with all my employees, whether they are uh, in sales or operations, no matter what. It's important to have that dialogue of communication. And I always make sure to ask them is there anything I can do to help you? What tools do you need that I'm not aware of? What can I do to help you? And I think that really makes people feel part of a larger collective. It makes people feel like I'm as invested as they are because it's very difficult to have that team atmosphere in a remote environment. So I'm going to go ahead and do fill in the blank, but I'm going to do it with myself today. So it's going to be very interesting. So, you know, it's the last week for fill in the blank being sponsored by our good friends at Branded Logistics. As we've mentioned before, Branded Logistics has everything OtterBox sells and they're waiting to just put your logo on or your client's logo on their products and fill orders. That's what they're doing. They're literally right now waiting in their factory for you to give them business. And this is an unscripted special. They're giving you away something for free. And it's amazing. 
that they do this. So right now, this is the last week of this. Roger Burnett, he will not extend it. I called him yesterday. I pleaded with him. I begged him. And he said, no, Bill, we have to hold the line here. So this is the last week. They are offering a free distributor self-promo to each or a pre-self-promo case, phone case to each listener of Unscripted. And it's one per distributorship. So you really need to act fast. And again, it ends this week. So send an email with vector art file and your model of phone to sales at brandedlogistics.com and they will get you set up. So want to give them a big shout out and thank you for really sponsoring this uh, fine part of the program. So I'm going to go ahead and ask myself the questions I was going to ask Kirby, and we're just going to roll with this until we end the podcast. So the best Halloween candy is, and this will shock people, I will say the best Halloween candy is Mar, I'm not Mars, Mounds Bar. I love chocolate and coconut. There's nothing better than chocolate and coconut. I love it. It's the best. And I know a lot of people don't like coconut, but what's great about it is my kids will bring candy home. My kids will bring candy home and they will always eschew anything coconut, which means I don't have to do any of the work in terms of gathering the candy. I can just eat the candy. So there you go. The second fill in the blank buying a shirt, a t shirt at retail makes me crazy it drives me absolutely nuts to have to buy something retail i can't it it it, it makes i get a visceral negative reaction because uh i know how much things cost in our industry you know i i always tell people when i'm explaining the promotional products industry that it absolutely ruins you for retail and it completely does because you can't walk into any retail store without thinking yeah i know how much that costs or i can't walk into any event where they're handing out free merchandise the first thing i'm always going to do is look at the bottom of the 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 cup or the mug or i'm going to look at the inside of the hat i'm going to look at the tag on the towel i want to see who made them i always want to see who made them because it always it's just it's what we do we live in this in this environment all the time so it's a, it it's ruined me for retail so buying a t-shirt makes me absolutely nuts so another fill in the blank and what's interesting is kirby's texting me okay what are we going to do I'm just not going to respond to him right now because I need to finish this podcast and I'm trying desperately solo to record at a platinum level. And it's up to you, dear listener, to decide if this is now a one-man podcast. I'm kidding. I don't like doing this without Kirby. I'm not going to lie. It feels very strange to be talking to myself. So I'm going to add uh, my last fill in the blank. The song that makes me instantly smile is God Only Knows by the Beach Boys. There's something about those delicious harmonies that only the Beach Boys could have. And that song on dis- is, has those harmonies on such display. I can't think of another song that doesn't instantly make me smile. It instantly makes me think of summer. It instantly makes me feel like I'm alive. So for me, it's God only knows. And so speaking of that, God only knows if you're a distributor why you wouldn't want to use CommonSkew as a software pl- software platform to run your distributor business. 
it's time to really give that a try. If you are running a distributor business and you find yourself bogged down in the daily activities, you find yourself not having enough time to sell, you find yourself not really able to do the things you need to do to move your distributor business forward, it's absolutely time to go to the free trial at comscu.com slash unscripted. You really and truly will not be sorry you did. They're great people and it's truly a wonderful, wonderful product. Well, I think that'll be it for Unscripted this week. Hopefully next week we will not have technology issues and we will give it another try. So I want to thank Kirby for being with me on part of this podcast and I want to thank you, the listeners, for hanging in there during some very challenging uh, technology today. All right, have a great day, and we will talk to you next week. Thank you for listening to Unscripted with Kirby Hossaman and Bill Petrie. Unscripted is available every Friday at promocorner.com, the leader in digital marketing for the promotional products industry.